Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. A viral meltdown. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. The next 27 minutes are an experiment. But in order for it to work, you have to pay attention. Do you want to go back to 2012? I love 2012. I was was on a main stage Herald team in iOS. Yeah. (laughs) I was flying high and the world wasn't crumbling. Yeah, the world didn't end. Yeah, it didn't end. But it did see it's really its first true viral video. Mm -hmm. And it was at the time the most viral of videos. Yeah. And it was part of kind of like a um, social awareness. And it was Mm -hmm. like that happens a lot more now. Yeah. And a lot of it's sometimes more in blog or think pieces. And, and But as far as viral videos, to you have to share this. Mm-hmm. Now everyone's like, share this, share this, share this. Sure. But back then, it really, uh, it was, it was the thing. Yeah, it was. Definitely. I feel like there were a lot of like, like gifs and memes before this. But this is like, like, it, and like sketch, thing, you know, like stuff like sure, that. But this was like, of- this was a big like political, like heavy hitting. Huge. Like, you'd be talking about it everywhere. Everywhere. Everyone's like, have you seen this? And what we're talking about is Coney 2012. Oh, yeah. Which is interesting because the Coney part is the guy, the mm-hmm. horrible guy horrible that guy. Is, is, it's kind of used to bring attention to and to try to find justice. Mm-hmm. And the the vi- vir- virality of it came with a lot of controversy. Yeah. Criticism. Mm-hmm. And... It kind of all ends up in a meltdown. So this is kind of like it's not a two-parter, but there's two parts to yeah. this, really. Yeah. So it's, just to give you, just to remind you mm-hmm. of Coney 2012, because now everything's. I feel like that sounds like oh, is Coney running for president? Did he run for president yeah. in 2012? Or? or it's like is Coney a um, a gorilla that we yeah. killed? Yeah. Like <laughs> what? Yeah, happened? no, no, no. <laughs> in 2012, mm-hmm. three American men also known from the small prophet, The Invisible Children, Mm -hmm. which was founded in 2004, launched a campaign to make Ugandan warlord Joseph Kony Mm -hmm. the most infamous person in the world. He was a leader of the LRA, which is a Lord's Resistance Army, decades-old guerrilla group, and Kony had been indicted by the International Criminal Court for war crimes, 
barbaric, horrible, uh, mm-hmm. s- kidnapping Awful. sex yeah. slaves, you know, uh, turning children into sold, uh, you know, child soldiers. Yeah, everything that could be done that is bad, and that's been done. going on for for quite e- some yes. time. Yeah, the campaign launched March fifth, two thousand twelve. It was called. Coney 2012, mm-hmm. almost like a little documentary, yeah. and it racked up more than 100 million views within six days, making it, at the time, the most watched viral video. Yeah. Obviously, like, Gangnam Style came out and stuff like that. Yeah. And a, a lot oh, of yeah, things had right. come out and, and surpassed that, but mm-hmm. at the time, and this is a not, a, like, oh, let's watch this fun thing, too. Yeah, I also it, remember, heavy. too, that this is kind of before Instagram. This is kind of, I mean, obviously, like, TikTok, obviously Vine, like, this is the sort of thing where people were sharing videos via YouTube. It was not like a, like that was such a huge thing versus Facebook now. Facebook like, and YouTube were really kind yeah. of, because uh, I remember, I remember personally being like, I, I'm always like, you know, and I was like, I, I didn't say, hey, this is a scam. This is wrong. But there was something mm-hmm. in me was like, what is is it about this? I didn't know. I could have been very, I, you know, it's easy to say after the fact, like I knew mm-hmm. it was dubious. Yeah. And I didn't know if it was dubious, but there was something about it where I think, Maybe it was because so many people were very, oh, you do your part. And I was just like, do my part about what yeah. are you talking about? How doing? do I fit in to right. this? Yeah. And so just to be fair, in a way, some of this is a success. And in some ways, this is a failure. In some ways, this is a, a cautionary tale. Yeah. And, it, you know, nonprofits and where the money goes mm-hmm. is not new. No. I mean, for about Live Aid, if you want to go back to 1985, Wyclef Johns has a whole kind of conspiracy. Swindle did a great, I think yeah. it's, a, it's only on their, on their Patreon, but uh, about where the, the money actually, where the money actually mm-hmm. goes, where it goes to the Red Cross or, or, or any of these things. And, you know, fortunately, now that you can, there's some rating systems where maybe some of these nonprofits go and depending on how you feel about where the money goes. Yeah, they can be put to task more and um, it can be, a little more itemized and a little more transparent. But this is this video, Coney 2012 is a, is a great um, showcase of the disconnect between popularity and um, action. I, well, I actually learned a word mm-hmm. that oh. I'll get to that is, I mean, I don't know if it's if it's the word or whatever, and it's not like essentially like, oh, I just learned this word, but mm-hmm. it's an interesting word that was used. Uh, but the aim was to... The aim was to raise money and awareness on Coney's crimes, mm-hmm. and it was a success. The The Invisible Children collected $5 million in the first two days. Uh, Oprah gave $2 million. Bill Gates tweeted mm-hmm. the hashtag. The hashtag was huge. Yeah. Hashtag Coney 2012. Yeah, hashtag. Absolutely. So Twitter, and obviously, mm-hmm. and really anywhere. Uh, Rihanna shared the video. Now, the Ugandan conflict continues despite U.S. involvement. That was happening long before Invisible Children made its video. Mm-hmm. Again, like, so this it's not like, hey, is, nobody's doing anything about it. I mean, it's a it's a longstanding, bat, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how much intervention happens. So it's not, but, oh, I mean, a lot of people didn't know about it. And mm-hmm. in fairness, they, they were aware of it and they brought attention to it. And I think people thought, oh, they're going to get this guy. But that mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily, they did want him brought to justice and awareness, but... I think the way it was sort of presented, and I think a lot of the criticisms is it was presented as a very oversimplification of what is happening. Mm-hmm. This guy bad doing this must stop him. Mm-hmm. And and the way it was presented, there's just other layers and other things that have happened that are omitted maybe because they just 
I mean, you make a viral video, you yeah, have to take I out mean, a lot of those also, things. Also, like, the power is in making something black and white and making something simple to digest. It's not in the complexities, the systemic, you know, horrible things that are happening in the, yeah, there, there's so much more to our world than that, but, like, it's not as effective if you showcase all those things. Yeah. Today's episode is sponsored by Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a puzzle game that you can play right on your phone, and you're already on your phone. I know you are, and it's really cool because you go through all these levels solving challenging puzzles that actually engage your brain because it's casual and it is fun. I am on level 46 right now. It is truly addictive, and I say that as someone who's trying to stay off my phone, but I cannot sometimes. If you have five minutes, if you have, a, again, 30 seconds just to kind of idly play, it really kind of like settles your mind, kind of gets you focused, and it is a really fun game. I am almost on level 100. My wife is almost on 400. I know what she's doing when she's not paying attention to me, which makes sense because unlike me, it is a unique and exciting puzzle experience unlike other puzzle games out there. Best Fiends updates the game monthly with new levels and events so it never gets old. And what I love is it does not require internet to play, which means there's no excuses for me not to get my best fiends on. Best fiends is also the perfect break when I'm editing this podcast and get sick of hearing my own voice. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Talk about Coney 2012. It's never like, oh, remember, remember that that thing that really kind of paved the way for social activism online. You mm-hmm. think like, well, we're gonna get to what <laughs> things it's known for. Oh, uh, but uh, Joseph Coney is still. At, they never caught him. No. but I think he's his power has dwindled down. I think he only maybe only has like fifty to hundred people like in mm-hmm. his little army. So I think he's been mostly. In some kind of hiding or yeah. regime change, et cetera. Yeah. And the visible children were always relatively upfront that its main goal was awareness, not the capture and prosecution of Coney, but. Mm-hmm. But like, that's again, the messaging, though. There's like the messaging's a little bit like it's never like, hey, listen, we're not going to catch this guy. We just want you to know about it. That so, doesn't yeah, work. But like, and yeah, what is what is that like? What is that for ultimately? You know. What if it's, what if it's, clicktivism? Clicktivism. Buzzword. Hello, everyone. Turn your attention to this new word, clicktivism, yes. which is clunky. It's clunky. Yes. Uh, Adam Branch, a professor of international politics and author of Displacing Human Rights, War and Intervention in Northern Uganda. He had wrote the film, overlooked the uh, complicity of the Ugandan government, mm-hmm. which is kind of omitted that Uganda's actual government. It wasn't just this guerrilla style offshoot thing that the government was also culpable and the dangers of fur- further militarizing the region. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So he says, what is wrong with Coney Tony Hill's approach, the warmongering, the narcissism, the commercialization, the reductive and one-sided story they tell, their portrayal of Africans as helpless children in need of rescue by white Americans. Mm, also wrote, kind of colonialism. As a result of invisible children's irresponsible ad- advocacy, civilians in Uganda and Central Africa may have to pay a steep price in their own lives so that a lot of young Americans can feel good about themselves and a few can make good money. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what is the price for it's you like to inception. feel? It's like inception. It's like exploiting, you know, it's like uh, raising where it's trying to do good, but you're doing exploitative work, really. 
it's, you know, sometimes when you do things and you, and listen, nobody's really altruistic in the sense, like, listen, I, mm. I like when I donate money, I, it makes me feel good. Yeah. I, I, it's like, it's not just like, I feel nothing except yeah, somebody else's benefit. of feeling good about doing good. But it's, it's this thing where it's like, well, I, sh- you know, I shared this thing and like, it's really benefit, sometimes things are really benefiting you more than, mm-hmm. and this is why I don't really post on Facebook. Because <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I don't, making things about me is like, I hate do I don't love doing it. Yeah. I probably do do. I mean, I do do it in, in mm-hmm. a sense, but I try to minimalize that just because of again, it's because I feel crappy about it. Yeah, it, it's not even because I want to be a better person. It's just like I don't like the way it makes me well, feel. Like this stuff is under any any activity on online is under such scrutiny because of things like this, and I think because of lots of different actions that we take that we are disconnected from and their outcomes and we're like really what they mean. So yeah, like every time I post, every time something is like, oh, I should whatever it's like it's another kind of thought process about like is this worthwhile like am i is this annoying like is this doing anything what am i what is the ultimate aim of sharing this i hate when i say go to patreon.com slash ghost town pod you do to get bonus episodes and early early releases Mm -hmm. that are ad free you think i love doing that no you think i get a joy i think you lose sleep over i the money that's rolling in via oh, our Patreon. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think you do. It's very tough. But we've mentioned before we are going to be doing this podcast live somewhere yeah. in this country. It, that's already said and done. Mm-hmm. We're just waiting to get what we're actually going to be doing there before mm-hmm. we, we mention it. But it it, it, it helps. And um, we put stuff on there. And, uh, you know, it helps. Yeah, and helps. if there's anything like, I mean, again, I think we get this opportunity with the Friday episodes yeah. to delve into a different part of the ghost town vernacular. Yeah. And this is like such Get a an little, example. Any yeah. other, yeah, any other things like Coney 2012 that you think that we should know about on our Raider, Ra- Raider of the Lost Ark? Yeah. Yep, okay, I just had a stroke. Uh, send it our way, uh, Instagram, email, And I have a list of really great stuff. Yeah. Um, our, our ghost town mayors have, have sent in some stuff yeah. that I have to look into. We are receptive, uh, we are open. And thank you. Our and hearts are open. Please rate and review mm-hmm. five stars wherever you're listening. It really helps. We sometimes take a beating in, in mm-hmm. them and uh, it, it's very helpful and we just want to be very transparent about that. Mm-hmm. But if you want some transparency on where the five cool five mil went <gasps> for Coney, where does our cool five mil go? We're not telling you anything. <laughs> no, I'm no, telling no, you nothing. No. Well, till the day I die, I will take that to my grave. It's <laughs> yeah. treasure. It's buried. There's a yeah. map somewhere yeah. in downtown Hollywood. Uh, 20% is spent on management expenses and overhead. Uh, 1.7 million was spent on travel. 3.8 million was used for the film. Mm-hmm. And this is, so this is a total of like a total amount over time. Not just, 5 million was just in the first. Yeah. They didn't just get 5 million. That was just like, Initial. The initial, yeah. And $3.8 million were used for the film. Advocacy, advocacy is uh, spreading the message, marketing, mm-hmm. I'm sure. And three point three went to programs in Central Africa. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. How much of it actually gets there? If you remember what happened with Live Aid, yeah. some of it, not all of it got there. Now, this is where things come to a boil, a meltdown about the kind of the founder. Mm-hmm. So what makes kind of the end of this story interesting is the meltdown of its kind of figurehead, Jason Russell, on Thursday, March 15th, 2012, very right in the throes of this at 1130 a.m., San Diego police officers responded to a call to check the welfare of a male at the intersection Mm -hmm. of Ingram and Riviera Drive in the neighborhood of Pacific Beach. I still live in San Diego. Uh, PB, baby. Any San Diego people out there? tacos? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's great. Sun, fun. 
Yeah. I remember being there when I first moved from California, I mean, from New York to California. I was like, it's Thanksgiving and there's girls wearing bikinis. I was like, this is pretty cool. It's a Katy Perry song. Yeah. California Girls. And it's about me. That's the only song. It's about you. Yeah. Yeah. I I was melting everyone's popsicle. (laughs) Jason Russell, not so much. (laughs) Several calls reported the male was wearing only underwear and running into the street. Mm -hmm. Another caller reported that the male had removed his underwear and was nude, perhaps masturbating, uh, but that was not confirmed. Mm. The callers reported the underwear-clad male was in the street, interfering with traffic, screaming, yelling incoherently, and pounding his fist on the sidewalk. Several people in the area tried to calm him down, but he's continued to act bizarre and mm-hmm. irrational. On one scene, officers contacted the male, identified only as a 33-year-old white male. I know you yeah. love what your white males. Yeah, mm-hmm. 33? A little old for me, but yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. 29, that's a sweet spot. Well, he's even older oh, now, so... On. And uh, determined through their personal observations as well as reports citizens that his bizarre and irrational behavior would be most appropriately be handled by transporting him to a local medical facility for mm-hmm. further evaluation and treatment. Other people in uh, in San Diego and PV, maybe they might maybe just get thrown in the, you know what I mean? Yeah. In the clink. I yeah. don't know. Maybe they took a little expert care with this one. I wasn't in control of my mind or my body, Russell told NBC's Today Show. In a separate interview with Oprah Winfrey, Russell said that it was due to extreme exhaustion, stress, and dehydration. Mm. I drink that water. Now, other people have claimed that he was, you know, who knows, bath salts, you know, uh-huh. whatever, uh, yeah. drugs, who, who knows. But, I mean, listen, a lot of people are exhausted stressed and dehydrated yeah if they all ran into the street perhaps masturbating yeah we would have emptied all of los angeles yes so i think it might be a little bit more i mean yes there's probably is the 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 stress but all is your kind of ego and your mental state kind of kind of clashing with each other is there a guilt of getting the money and where i don't know what happens and i can't speak to that yeah but it and, and to be like listen the dude was just stressed Anybody else? Mm-hmm. If that, if I was there out there, I was like, I didn't, I didn't have my bottled water. Leave me alone. They'd yeah, be like, okay. exactly. They'd Would be not like, happen. Right. They'd be like, what is your, you know, mental state? Uh, were you on drugs? And listen, yeah. I mean, PB is really nice, and I don't want to compare it to Venice because Venice is a little. I mean, Venice is beautiful as well, but mm-hmm. I mean, Ocean Beach, OB is a little more maybe mm-hmm. like Venice, but you know. Pacific Beach, you know, there's there's some characters there. Yeah, yeah. So who knows what was kind of who knows what was going on there? But listen, love PB, love mm-hmm. Ocean Beach, love Venice, and I don't disparage yeah. California. Uh, <laughs> I don't like Jason's to do that. Like a real California boy. Yeah. So just you know, not born you find or bred on the on the streets. It's a street that he loves. Yes. Looking back at 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 2012, and and there's still Invisible Children still uh, still doing yeah. their thing, and you know I don't want to say this is a fail because they scammed anybody or whatever. I can't speak. Who no. knows? Who knows what goes on with the IRS? And, and numbers and it is you listen things cost money and, yeah. and I understand that there's, it feels there's like cost. a cumulative fail yeah. on, on a, the part of many many people to not understand or to not take go the distance or to not do due diligence for these things that hopefully we've learned from yeah. but probably not if we've learned anything and we haven't we haven't <laughs> we definitely okay. haven't that's mm-hmm. alright Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, 
But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Did you guys know there are butterflies that drink blood? Or that there's a species of beetle that can shoot boiling liquid out of its butt? Or that blue whales are so big you can swim through their arteries? But there's a species of bat that's so small that it weighs less than a penny. My name's Maya. And my name's Connor. And we are the co-hosts of World's Wildest Podcast. If you guys love nature and you love learning about how crazy it is, Connor and I have over 30 years of experience in wildlife conservation, and we're here to tell you all about them. World's Wildest will take you on a journey to meet Earth's most extreme creatures from the world's strongest to our world's smelliest. Make sure to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts.